Okay, we made it through 20 minutes without really talking about Bailey Zappi, Mac Jones, and the quarterback took everything in me. I know. And now we're going to do it because, quite frankly, we should do it. It's the biggest topic not only around the Patriots. It's the biggest topic in Boston sports. I don't care that the Bruins are 3-0 and and look like they're going to score a lot of goals. I don't care that the Celtics are tipping off the season or the favorites to win the title and have some new City Edition jerseys that, from my Mm -hmm. in-house sources, say are lit and they love the new jerseys. Uh, I kind of like these too. I, I like these better than last year's, definitely. Yeah. Um, but the the Bailey Zappi situation, uh, I'll put it into perspective. I always love when these become um, like not a sports fan topic, but a general world topic. And my son's godmother called to check in this week, and you know we put her on speakerphone. We're all talking, and like a second into the conversation, she's like, "So, what do you think about this Zappi kid? Like, he's a talking point with." Men, women, children, elderly, like he's taken Patriot Nation by storm, quite frankly. It's this is why I love sports. Somebody who I'm gonna say 70% of Patriots fans had never heard of three weeks ago yep. is now garnering like, oh yeah, he's the starter, trade Mac type of discussion. And yep, that's just why sports are so freaking awesome. So Bailey Zappi, now 2-0 and as a starter, had his best game. He's gotten better every time he's stepped on the football field. He's validating the things I said in the summer when I told you that the offense just looked better when he was running it on the practice field. Um, some plays where he stepped up, eyes down the field, nice throws, couple touchdown passes. And Bailey Zappi, if he qualified, he doesn't because he doesn't have enough attempts yet. If he qualified, would be leading the National Football League in passer rating with a 111 rating. So That's stupid. I ask you, <clears throat> oh, oh, hater, oh, Mac, do we have a new potential franchise quarterback? And a sub negative question that I've started, or do the Patriots just have two mediocre quarterbacks? So I think ultimately they have two fine quarterbacks. Fine. It'll be a fine sailor. He's a gentleman. Right. Oh, ultimately, I think that's what it will boil down to. Um, but I want to, so Courtney Cox on the morning show on WEI shared a story. She was at an event uh, for Devin McCord, the McCordy's bowling event last night. Yep. And the McCordy's were introducing all the Patriots players that happened to be at the event. Well, when they introduced Bailey Zappi, the place went bananas. It's awesome. People love it's this awesome. kid. And then three players later, they introduced Mac Jones and it was much more like crickets. Really? Yes. And so. Oh. Wow. I think specifically, and uh, our guy Terp just sent us a text message as well. Uh, ben Volan tweeted that there is a change.org petition to keep Bailey Zappi the permanent quarterback of the New England Patriots. This is, I, I think the public perception is just that people love Bailey Zappi. It's the aw shucks kind of Southern sweetheart kid that's still really, like Courtney talked about it. She met him last night and she's like, He's like a really nice kid. He's kind of oh, yeah. awkward. Like he doesn't know exactly how to talk to the media or other people like this. Uh, and Joe Cardona had to be like, no, come back here and talk to us <laughs> and kind of kind of show him the way a little bit. And, and But I think Belichick likes that. I think he wants a kid that's going to be, especially right now, he needs a kid that's going to be like, yes, coach. Yes, coach. Yes, coach. Not necessarily a robot, but someone who just wants to – he just he just wants to be on the field, right? And Mac Jones, of course, Mac Jones wants to be on the field. But as people like Breer have said, and Mac Jones has even said this himself in interviews, he asks a lot of questions. He asks why, why, 
why and sometimes that can rub people the wrong way even if even if it's just max method of learning that can rub people i.e bill belichick the wrong way when it's like are you questioning me just like go out and do it like that we're trying to teach you stop asking these questions and do it and so i think that between the public perception and then the I would, I'll go with the word grading personality that Mac Jones may have is creating the perfect storm for him to possibly lose his job. It's not necessarily that Bailey Zappi is head and shoulders better, that he will be better, that he has this much higher ceiling and all these tools that Mac doesn't have. I don't think that's necessarily the case. I think they're pretty close to the same player, but I think it's everything off the football field that is kind of creating all of this controversy. Okay, so... I wanted to go in that direction. First of all, you know I'm not a big Mac Jones fan. I think talent-wise, yeah. he's pretty good. I think he's not very likable. I do think he comes off as a spoiled, entitled, pampered. Um, it's why I got into a big fight with Fourier when I filled in on the the afternoon show because Fourier's like, oh, he's overcome so much. And I'm like, what the hell's he overcome? Like he's he went to Alabama and, right. and he played for Nick Saban. He and went he to played a, with the uh, Heisman Trophy winning receiver uh, right. on the best team in the country. What? Oh, wait, you didn't know he was the fifth quarterback taken. And I'm like, yeah, the fifth quarterback taken in the middle of the first round. He wasn't yeah. even like the Josh Allen half. was like the third or fourth quarterback right. taken. Like it's dumb. But I'm going to defend Mac here. Because I think there's been um, some Patriot leaked, it has to be, sort of character assassination against Mac Jones. Like, oh, well, who are you to ask questions? Well, I'm the guy whose career you're putting in the hands of an effing special teams coach and an effing defensive coordinator. So, yeah, I'm going to ask some effing questions because my neck is on the line as much as actually more so Bill Belichick. Your legacy is already established. Ooh, you're the GOAT. You can do anything. You're just so creative. Look at me go left when everybody else goes right. My career can go down the crapper if Matt Patricia and Joe Judge suck. So you'll excuse me if I asked some questions this offseason about the handling of this offense and what the hell we're doing here in New England. Sure, those questions are fine and warranted. But then when you step on the football field and you're turning the ball over left and right, yeah, because uh, you told me to throw 50-50 balls because we got to push the ball down the field. Did they tell him that, maker. though? I, and, and I think That I, whole philosophy changed when he said, this is a different philosophy I'm learning to Well, then to why did the Bailey Zappi not do that? Because my guess is they're treating it differently. Like, when – see, so the I, key I, aspect here is weeks one to three, the goal was to install a new offense that could take the Patriots to higher ground. I firmly believe that to compete with teams that can put up 30 points that can to get in a shootout with a good quarterback, like see where we can go as an offense in that direction with Mac Jones year two, the jump, the whole thing. I think the last three weeks, it was all hands on deck, figure out the gosh darn easiest way to win a football game, protect the football, do different things. Has it expanded? Sure. But I also haven't seen a lot of like, tight window throws or like no I, i'm not they've saying... gotten guys wide open and he's hit him give him credit he's hit him yeah and, and so doug kyatt had kind of like an article in a tweet about this like uh all the you know yards intended air yards and yards per attempt that mac jones has more than bailey zappy and that's great that's fine like cool he's attacking down the field more well he also has far more turnover worthy plays he also has far more turnovers in general period right. um and then on top of that it's like since Bailey Zappi took over for the New England Patriots, they have the most yards per quarterback dropback in the NFL 
outside of only the Buffalo Bills. It's like that's the only team that is getting more yards every time the quarterback drops back than the New England Patriots. So, cool. Like, you're you're pushing the ball down the field with Mac Jones' numbers are all great. They sound real good. But, A, he's turning the ball over. And, B, Zappi is, like, just being more efficient. And, and sure, that may be a a change in the offense, um, offensive, I guess, approach necessarily not even the scheme, but just the approach of the offense because Hunter Henry outright said on Gresham Keefe, it's the exact same offense we started the season with. Um, oh, yeah, but they've run more play action. Absolutely. Sure, I agree with that. But and- at the same time, I, I think I think the idea that they were trying to uh, see how close they can get to Buffalo with Mac Jones is just – I don't necessarily buy that. Because oh, I, don't, I, I think I don't, that's the entire – I don't think, it was, I don't think that's realistic. Oh, it isn't, and that's probably why Mac was asking why. That that gets back to my point. He's like, wait a minute, I'm not Josh Allen, and none of these a-holes around me are Stephon Diggs. So this idea that we can go compete, we can try to evolve as an offense, we can try to loosen the reins, everything that fans wanted last year. Because everybody bitched last year that McDaniels never let, let Jones go. It was too yeah. conservative, all of that. But they were clearly, I mean, how many times did they say like, this this streamlined redesign was about getting the ball in our playmakers' hands, and our playmakers are going to love getting down the field and making plays in this new offense. Like it never looked that way through three weeks at all. Now he made bad throws. That I, I don't want to. I don't want to pretend that I think Mac played well through the first three weeks. I don't think he did. the The decision to throw one on one to Parker against Xavier Howard in the opener terrible decision. Unless they're telling some him of those throws, like shot. the one at the goal line against the Steelers, was awful. Yeah, no, he's had bad throws. the The interception to Minka Fitzpatrick was a terrible throw. I don't care yeah. what they're telling you; don't throw it where it's easier for the safety to make a play than it is for your receiver to make a play. So, I, the Baltimore game, the same thing in the end zone. Definitely like bad throws, but I think the entire approach was different with Mac. And See, I would have. I think Bailey Zappi probably would have thrown twice as many picks had he played just everything else stays the same in the first three weeks. I think he probably would have thrown eight to 10 picks as Mac throws five. See that. I, I also think if Mac had played the lions, they would have put a 50 burger on the lions because they wouldn't have gone over four in the red zone. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just, I don't think this, I, I, I dis I just, I think I disagree. You and I disagree on this because if you were running the offense if, if you were approaching the offense the way you're approaching it with Bailey Zappi with Mac Jones, then you would have just been, you would have, you probably could have beaten the Dolphins. You would have beaten the Packers. Like, it's just, I, I don't, I, I, it would, it makes no sense to me because so that means you're just losing games to evaluate. And to oh, me, that, I mean, Bill has said it a hundred times. He's now signed the petition. You talk about petitions at dot org. He has signed the petition that September is an extension of the preseason. He's told us sure. That. Yeah, that's it. But that, that's so all well good. Things, but those games no don't matter. Well, like those, you can question the philosophy, but they were absolutely doing that. Absolutely trying things, figuring. It's why I think he emphasized so much because he's so smart and he gets us like prepared. How many million times did he say like the last week of August, first week of September, oh, you don't really know what your team is for six weeks and you really got to figure out your strengths and your week. Like he was telling you there's a rough water ahead. We're trying some things. We're going to figure some things out. And now Zappy may be benefiting from that. Maybe they figured some things out both as a coaching staff, as personnel, various things. Zappy has absolutely benefited from that. But 
the the thing that bothers me and the surgery is part of it. There's this idea that um, I think Breer said the relationship went sideways a little bit. Is that the phrase he used? I think that, so. Yeah. Um, and we knew that there was a disagreement. We knew immediately when it was reported that he was getting a second opinion that he wasn't just falling in line with what the team saw, Wanted suggested, whatever. Yep. And should he have gotten the surgery? Maybe. Would he have been back out there in Cleveland? Maybe. Because if it was as close as everybody's reporting, I think there's a chance had he had the surgery to protect the ankle from further damage and support it internally, I think there's a chance he might have been back out there against the Browns. So, But I also don't fault him for, A, he's never been hurt and not wanting to have surgery. Like, you know, surgery is still a big deal, even though it isn't a big deal. Like, yeah. They make you sign that stupid paper like you could die when we cut you. No, I, I get it. I, it's just it, it seems far too coincidental to me that this offense starts looking good just the, at the same moment Bailey Zappi takes over. But what is looking good? Like, I, I think like they're they're moving the no, football they constantly. The, the Lions game, if Mac Jones had started that game, people would have done nothing but bitch about the red zone and third down. They went three of nine on third down and 0 of four in the red zone. People would have bitched that you had to kick. But if Mac Jones starts that game. QB and we go to, and we're kicking five field goals with Nick. Yeah, but if Mac Jones starts that game playing the way he played the first three weeks, you don't blow them out. Well, I I don't know that. They're a terrible defense. It's one of the worst defenses I've ever seen that lost six defensive backs in the middle of the game. I I am aware of that, but the way Mac Jones was playing in the first three weeks, he would have thrown the ball to the other team. I, I I don't know that. Like, he made some really good throws at various. But you points can't you can't say weeks. you don't know that if then you're also going to say he would have put up a fifty burger. Because no, no, you no don't I'm just know telling you. I'm just telling. No, no, no. Forget the fifty burger. I think that I don't know that. I know yeah. for a fact if they had played the game the exact same damn way, people would have ripped Mac Jones for not being efficient enough on third down and not scoring in the red zone. He would have absolutely gotten shredded. Now, you know, I guess we're just one of those teams that has to run the ball because we don't have a quarterback that can make play like he would have been eviscerated because expectations matter. The relative expectations matter and the relative expectations on him are inherently higher. I also think the three games leading up to that would have been half the reason that he got a tr- got shredded though. Like I, I he was he had been bad three games in a row. So if he comes out and loses to Green Bay and then isn't good against Detroit, like I I, I don't I, I of course he's going to get ripped. Like I I also it, think you might beat the Packers if he plays because I think they were very conservative and I agree we all with you. See I the think Packers aren't very good. No, the Packers are bad. Um, so, but it'll be I, I, it's yeah. I, I, we're I think you and I are uh, have have different viewpoints on this and that's okay. But um, I just I don't think Mac Jones has been good at all this season. I don't think those two games would have been necessarily any different um, if he was the starter. Um. Well, I know they would have won both because the Patriots were the better team. I, I'm dead certain they would have won both games. Both teams had really bad defenses. Um, yeah. The one thing I did want to bring up was Ben Volan's idea. He used this, and I'm not sure how much it was sourced versus just observational opinion. Mm-hmm. And I kind of agree with his opinion, um, but he used the word humbled, that Mac Jones needed to be humbled, that he going to the Pro Bowl last year, the way everything played out kind of created a – uh, uh, an ego and an expectation, an aura oh, yeah. to use Cam. You Newton. don't think Bill Belichick is the one driving this narrative? This oh, I, I quarterback absolutely contra- Exactly. And so I'd be pissed if I were Mac too. If he's the one, if Belichick is the one driving the narrative, there has to be a reason behind it. The reason is because he wanted to knock Mac down a peg. Yeah. And 
I agree with you. I also think Mac is pissed, but I don't think he's going to get knocked down a peg. I don't think that's who Mac Jones is. Agreed. Again, it comes back to the personality, which is, again, is why I believe Bailey Zappi is a far better fit for this team than Mac Jones. And it's not, again, it has nothing to do with the football because I, I think on the field, Mac probably wins out just over when it comes to overall ability to play the game. He'll probably end up nudging out Bailey Zappi. I think at the end of the day, when their NFL careers are done, they'll be about the same. But right now, Mac would edge him out. But I think when it comes to personality and fit for the team, I just, I don't see it. I don't see it with Mac Jones at all. I think the funny thing here is I believe that Mac Jones in a year and a half has undergone Tom Brady's 20-year career in New England. He went from the competitive better option won the job bill loves him to why the f you asking so many questions and like who who do you think you are diva qb it took brady 20 years and six rings to get there but i think mac has a little bit of that and and i see why it can rub bill the wrong way but it's also on bill to in my opinion manage that without i mean this has become you're right it feels Patriot driven, Belichick driven. This, what I'm going to use is character assassination. Now, maybe it's worthy because I, I do believe Mac Jones works really hard. I think he's really sure. competitive. I think yeah, he but, cares. But I think all of that is driven by me, me, me. It's not, I, I, I agree with you. I think he works hard because he wants to be good. He wants to play well. He wants to be the guy. Like I don't, it, just sure. like Brady, who was eight and oh. And famously said, I'm the most miserable eight no quarterback. Yes. In the yeah, the exactly. It's late Brady. It's not oh, yeah. 2000 to 2007 Brady. This no. is not early Brady. But this that's is, why I mean, somehow it got squished into like a year and a half. A year and a half. I 100%, I completely agree with you. that And that metamorphosis. But I also think that's the Mac Jones ego. I think that's also the tennis brat thing. The, the, all of that comes into one big blow up. And I think we're seeing it right now. So let me ask you a question because Rich Ornberger, former Patriots offensive lineman, who's now a radio host in San Diego, um, put out a simple tweet basically saying, you know, the more he sees a Bailey Zappi, the more he thinks of what Mac Jones's trade value is on the open market. Oh, yeah. um, Wiggy said this on the show Monday. And, and I find it funny. Him on Twitter. I, I find it funny. Um, I do think it's ridiculous because I still think Bill Belichick believes Mac Jones is better. Mac Jones is the more stable long-term option. He's, I think Belichick is an opportunity fell in his lap to mold and manipulate and, and sort of work here behind the scenes. And I think he's taking full advantage of that. I completely agree. The issue though is, is will it work? That's the ultimate, that's the end game, right? What do you mean by work? Will he be able to manipulate his quarterback? He's, um, he, he's started, he was able to get what he wanted. He's able to attack or assassinate the character of Mac Jones and push him down a peg and be like, look, I'm the big dog here. You're listening to me. This is, I run this operation, but ultimately will Mac Jones break? That's the issue. If he breaks, he is the long-term quarterback of this football team and Bill Belichick will move forward with him. If he doesn't, I, he could be gone next year. And I would take it back to my original question or my original statement. I don't think it really matters because I don't think either guy is an elite NFL quarterback. That is my end game. You and I are on the exact same page in that regard. They are like, again, like I've made this comparison all along. He's Mac Jones is Chad Pennington. And if, if Mac Jones is Chad Pennington, Bailey Zappi is what 
uh, Matt Castle or Ryan Tannehill. Like it's, I'm not, I'm not saying that these guys are going to be all pros by any means. I, they're going to have decent NFL careers, but they're not going to be all pros. They're not going to be Super Bowl champions, and that's the way it goes. So, what would you trade Mac Jones for? Like, what's legitimate? Could they get a well, first round? I, pick I would right want now? him. Oh, they could get a first round pick for Mac Jones. I, I mean, you look at you look at some of the teams that need quarterbacks right now. The desperate need of quarterback, like this offseason, you could get a a decent price for Mac Jones. It's interesting. It's fun to think of because I know people have brought up. I was uh, doing mud at night, and a caller was like, "He's going to end up in Las Vegas with Josh because Josh likes him. They need a quarterback." Blah blah blah. You don't think David Tepper in Carolina would salivate at the opportunity to try and get Mac Jones? Uh, he might. He'll regret it later, like he did I, with his head coach. I and completely. Else. <laughs> but he'd be dumb enough to be like, "Yes, take my first round pick and DJ Moore and give me Mac Jones or something stupid like that." Oh, I wouldn't mind that. DJ Moore in a first round pick for Mac. Well, so if you get DJ Moore, I don't think you get the first round pick. It was more of a hyperbolic like uh, offer. Trade. But even, but what about DJ Moore in a two for Mac Jones? Would you do? Would you do that? That's hard to do, and PR matters. Like, yes. there is a little something of wait, you're trading the 15th pick in the draft a year later for yep. a second round uh, pick, two like two years later, or two years later, I guess. But one of those years was a Pro Bowl season in which he led you to the playoffs. I mean, you know, the Jets traded Sam Darnold after three years. It happens. Yeah, no, it happens. It just Josh Rosen usually... got moved on from after one year. Yeah, and you, you we're not we're not promoting any of those organizations as well run organizations. I I, I understand <laughs> and agree with you. I'm just saying that it happens in the NFL uh, all the time. Like things like this happen in the NFL all the time. And so, because Kyrie, like, because so Wiggy on Monday proposed the idea that the Patriots should trade Mac Jones. Uh, if Bailey's happy continues this, like if he goes out and beats the Bears in a convincing fashion and throws for 250 yards and two touchdowns again, you should. should be trading Max Jones as fast as possible to maximize the trade asset. And uh, part of it, yes, bingo. Part of it is Wiggy's agenda. I understand that, but part of it also makes sense. And then you have someone like Kyrie lambasting him, saying it would be like career suicide for the New England Patriots, which isn't accurate at all. Like teams move on from first round picks all the time because fun fact, the NFL draft is not an exact science and people are wrong constantly. Bill Belichick knows that firsthand. He was wrong with Nikhil Harry. He was wrong with Dominique Easley. He's been wrong before. He'll be wrong again. That happens. It's going to happen wrong with Tony Michelle over Nick Chubb. Uh, you're wrong with Isaiah Wynn. Like it, it's, it happens all the time. And so to move on from a guy just because you can maximize your assets isn't career suicide at all. Like that's, it's malarkey malarkey mike malarkey the former head coach of the buffalo bills uh so that's going to wrap up this version of our zappy fever mac fatigue debate there is obviously a possibility that mac could be returning to the lineup as soon as monday night against the bears he has gotten closer each and every week i now before we get off this do you think mac jones starts monday night i gotta know i do I actually think Mac Jones starts against the Bears. I thought he took a big step forward with my eyes on the practice field last week, like ability to move, protect himself, all of that. Another week uh, under the rehab process, treatment, getting better. Um, Yeah, I think he and I think he wants to be back out there. And obviously they're pressuring him to be back out there because of the whole surgery thing. So um, 
that's where it gets interesting is how does he play once he does get back out there and how quickly do people in the crowd start saying zappy zappy uh we know we will be talking about this in the coming days weeks maybe even months depending on how it, it all plays out but we will be here for you on the six rings and football things podcast as always and we try to cover it from all angles, positive, negative, crazy, silly, sporty. If you want to interact with us, send us an email, sixringspod at gmail.com, or just shoot us a tweet at sixringspod on Twitter. We're also on Instagram now. I think mm-hmm. that's at sixringspod. Six rings pod. Okay, sixringspod on Instagram, where you'll see some videos of these podcasts, because we are trying to go multimedia. I don't know why. World domination, want- baby. I don't know why people want to see us talk, but hey, if you want to see us talk, you can on YouTube, Instagram, all of it. Six rings and football things.